Hello and welcome to Midweek Gaming. It's it's Wednesday once again in this lovely UK. I mean, it rains, it's sunny, it rains. It's been raining more than anything. I'm fed up with cutting my grass because it keeps growing. And every Saturday or Sunday, it's really fucking long because it's been growing. It's just stopped raining. It does. So how is everyone out there? Um, if you'd like to check out an independent gaming website, please check out www.bg4ghub.com Also, if you'd like a cool gamer picture from the graphic god, please check out www.xboxgamerpics.com and the graphic god will sort you out. This week, we have a special guest on. We've got Psychonauts. How are, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Hmm. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, it's been I'm raining curious. years. I'm the happy it's... one in the room, apparently. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the first day. That, yeah, this is the first day it hasn't been raining. Oh, yeah. It rained like cats and dogs this morning. So, yeah, it's been kind of crappy out. But, yeah, just been yeah. gaming a lot. Been playing a lot of Knockout City and played some Bio Mutant yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Nice. So, you know. Definitely, Do you like yeah. far? Yeah, I like it. I, I, every, the mechanics and the gameplay, everything feels so solid. Uh, the narration is kind of something that I'm not thrilled, but I just found out yesterday you can turn it down to have it uh, more or less or none at all with the narration, So, which was a good thing. So it will do the narration for like important parts, but it's not going to like pop up every little thing that you do. So that's a good thing. Oh, that's good to hear. Then you found a way of improving it. You have because yeah. it's basically I've been, I've been looking at. Well, it's a mixed bag from what I gather. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people in the middle. You know, it's one of them games. It is. Mm-hmm. is it, everyone's divided on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not play it. So I can't really comment on it. I haven't. <clears throat> it's a fun game. So if you like it, uh, if you want, just want something to play. Um, that's uh, a solid. It has like the game mechanics feel to me is kind of like Jade Empire. It's what I feel um, with all the customization and uh, it has like the light RPG elements where you can upgrade your different like powers and uh, craft your own armor and weapons. It's, it makes a really fun and interesting game. So I mean, it, it looks like beautiful. Game, like- if you get into it, you could actually spend a long time in it if you get mm-hmm. in that invested into it. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Like once you get past like the first hour or so, because uh, there's a lot of narration backstory about you know what happened up to this point in the game. It really, really like takes off, and uh, it's it's fun. It's definitely fun. Something if you got you know if you want to pick up a, a game, you know it's not in Game Pass, but. Um, if, or, you know, you pick it up and try it out. I mean, that's fun. you like it. That's good to hear, then. That is. Welcome, Mass Mayhem. Welcome, Assassin Looper. Thanks for stopping in. You know you want to watch that Sonic thing on YouTube, Assassin, Assassin Looper? <laughs> you love Sonic. You know it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's tomorrow, ain't it? It might be. <clears throat> I remember when it is. I think it's tomorrow. The 30th anniversary. Welcome, Miss. Is it? <laughs> nice. Um, we got? Welcome, Masuku. Welcome to Indie Gamer. Welcome, Boogeyman. Thanks for stopping in. 
Psychonauts, welcome. It's thing I do, if you appear in chat, I just say your name. <laughs> all, all you've got to do with Psychonauts is just keep keep replying to people and you get loads of shout-outs. It's unbelievable. You do, yeah. It's so popular on this show. Yeah, he just loses track after a while. He just starts repeating people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, And I don't know whether to ask, but um, answer if you want. How are you doing, Cerebral? Have you playing any games? The first part you might not want to answer, but... Uh, well, I mean, it's been okay. I had a, I had a, I had a article interview today, which might be coming out later today. Um, so oh, how did that, it go? What, what was it? It like? went good. Yeah, uh, I had an interview with the Hollywood Reporter actually regarding regarding being a disabled gamer. So hopefully that article will drop soon. So that's a pretty big uh, website from what I've been looking. It's yeah, it has people like Optic Gaming and that on there. Quite big. You know, people on there. So it's it's, it's a to-do website, it is. That's right. That's right. I'm big time now, baby. You are. You are. Congratulations, (laughs) mate. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's really good, that is. I have another interview tomorrow with a a magazine out of Spain. So uh, Can they speak English? uh, The interview will be, yes. And I will be translated. Yeah. So hopefully they will translate correctly. (laughs) because yes. <laughs> I will be proofreading that through Google I'll be like that's not what I said I did not say that <laughs> yeah oh you've took me out of context you've, you've translated it wrong yeah. you're making me sound like a nice person that's just all off no no just no <laughs> uh, let's see and I've been playing um, Mass Effect the Legendary Edition and uh, Assassin's nice. Creed those are the two main games I've been playing Nice. You like in Mass Effect? Uh, yeah. Except now I'm remembering. <coughs> Excuse me. Remembering little parts I didn't like about it. Driving the Mako. Um, really no, no heads or tails of where to go on a map. So you get down on a planet or something and just end up wandering around this base. And it says, go back here, go back here. But there's really no marker where here is. So you have to really pay attention to where you're going. Did I go yeah. upstairs? Did I go downstairs? Did I take you know spend a lot of time wandering around? Yeah, there's a lot of aimlessly running around in that game. Yeah. When you're doing it with a makeover. And, and and then you then you turn around and go, It was right here next to me the whole damn time. <laughs> I, I I I passed this spot like three thousand times in the last two hours. Yeah. 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 It's the one spot you didn't check, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> or that you did check, you just didn't look close enough or something, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would have been much further in the game if it wasn't for the four hours I wasted wandering around the first planet. <laughs> it sounds like an open world. Uh, it, it, it's, that's the weird thing. It's not open world, it's very linear. It's just, you know, a yeah. shitload of backtracking. Yeah, you know. Go here, go there, go back and talk to this guy, and he's going to send you out again, and you're going to go back over here where you were, if you can remember where you were. You know, it's like, what the hell? All this technology, and you can't give me a GPS? Kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's one thing I've never understood about futuristic games, especially now. Every game should have a damn GPS that can track it and go, this is where you need to be. Yeah, you are right on that front, definitely. 
Uh, it's supposed to be futuristic. GPS would be a big thing, <laughs> wouldn't it? You'd think. Yeah, You'd think I anyway. Think so. But like, mean, oh no, we can't make this game too yeah. easy. We can't no. put GPS in. I mean, I can't be the only one wandering around the Citadel for hours on end trying to figure out where the hell I'm supposed to meet somebody. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't put it on the map until you're there the first time. So you're blindly looking around. Do I go up this elevator, up that elevator? What the hell? <laughs> you know? Oh, so much fun. Oh, but it's good to hear you having fun. Anyway. Uh, if that's what you want to call it, sure. Yeah, fun. Uh <laughs> But yes, um, you've been playing much else or just focusing on them two? <clears throat> just those two. <laughs> that's actually a that's actually a surprise for you. Normally, there's about three or four or five different games uh, going on. <clears throat> well, I bounced into some for some of the Microsoft points, but nothing oh, worthy okay. of talking about. I, I will mention, as I've been mentioning a lot on my Twitter, if you haven't played it yet, Maneater is now for, on Game Pass. If you have not played Maneater, go get that game. A very underappreciated indie game. Yes. I think you have to do that then. I played that yeah. when it first first came. I bought it when it first came. Yeah, launched. so did I. So did I. And I, that's one of the few games I've done a thousand points on. And I think it it, it, it really got underappreciated. Should have been game of the year. I, I don't know about all that. No, well, no, because <laughs> if, 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 no, it's fun. if, if if, but if you if you look at the the design, the idea, that, I mean, how many games do we play where we're actually the 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 apex predator like a shark, and we and we do that? I mean, it's a very oh. unique game. Oh, you know, yeah, the the concept of the game is phenomenal. Like, you know, the level design and everything with that game, it's really really great. And uh, you know, it's cool that you're munching on yeah. all the other life. And, and even within it, it told a story. It wasn't you know. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I got stuck on one part. I'm still trying to figure it out. So the the only part I had issue with is there was a bug where I couldn't get the last license plate to finish up the one thousand. The mm. one of the patches finally fixed that. So when I reloaded it, it finally caught it and said, "Oh yeah, you've already done that." <laughs> you, you know, ding, thank you. Oh, that's good to hear. That's yep. good to hear. But I do think oh, it yeah. should have been in contention for game of the year that year. For, at least for an indie, you know what I'm saying. You know. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Not yeah, like but... a comment, but it does sound good from from what you're saying. Right. I need to play that now. It's no excuse. Right. Yeah, it's on, it's on Game Pass now, so you got no excuse. You're not like Noof. No. Yeah. You know? didn't, didn't that get an <laughs> FPS boost too? I yes, it did. Yeah, that's what it was like. I was like, ah. Oh. Almost any everything sixty is beautiful. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was a beautiful game to begin with the underwater stuff and all that mm -hmm. it was beautiful to begin with yeah especially find the secret layers yeah it all, oh, those were, it was gorgeous yep it's good to hear right welcome um, back from the dead welcome Luke Steele and welcome Crispy Bomb thanks for stopping in Animated Evil how are you doing have you had much time to play games at all or not? You've been too busy. I am doing really good today. I don't know why I've had a horrible day at work, but I've come home in a good mood for some reason. Can't explain <laughs> that. Terrible day. Terrible day, but sometimes you know when you're when you're leaving it. work after a day like that, it's a much better. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just skipping across that car park, happy as hell. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, this week, I I have not turned my Xbox on since Sunday, which is really bad. I have had a busy week. However, games played against Dubs. I'm going to steal your thunder. <laughs> I have played nothing but Yakuza 0 mm. for the past, uh, what, week? Week and a bit? You're probably further um, than me now. What, do, what do chapter you know what? are you at? It's, Number, it's still, do you know? It's still, still seven, because it's throwing... It's throwing these side <laughs> missions after side mm-hmm. missions. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think to myself, I want to do this one. Oh, this looks interesting. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh. It's like, it's like side quest ADHD. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah that because it's like, it's like, it's like that, that tweet by uh, uh, the quote tweet by Freebit. Someone was put, he put exposed, and everyone thinks you pay, you're fighting on Yakuza, and you're actually being a manager of a nightclub dressing girls up. I have just Some got of the side to that bit. I have yeah. just got to that bit where I've just got with them, um, with uh, Majima. Uh, okay. Just got, that, just got that nightclub, and yeah, that's. Oh my god, he's a bit thick, yeah. though, isn't she? When he's training her, so, you know. <sighs> yeah, it depends how you play it, but it's, you know mm. she's coming along nicely. I'm going to make some money. <laughs> she, you know, I'm going to make some money off her. We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I'd cut. Um, yeah, that's all I've really been playing at the minute. But I'm I'm Fair adamant enough. I'm adamant that I will I will finish that game. Yeah, I need to get I back will. to that it, game. It would take me a long time. It will because I'm now playing Gears. About playing Gears again and Yakuza. So mm. so yeah. So but yeah, Yakuza is good. It's worth it. I don't know though because I've completed it, but I'm enjoying it so far. You know. Yeah, um, Yakuza like Zero is a fun game. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I've also played um, the next one because if you remember um, when they launched into Game Pass, um, Yakuza Kiwami came out first. Kiwami is actually Zero, the first Z- game. Yep, so Zero came out a couple of maybe a month or so after. Pre- that's a so, prequel. So I, yep, I started Kiwami, so I'm actually quite a way into that. And then mm. Zero came out, and everyone's saying, oh, play Zero first. So I went back from Kiwami to Zero and. Yeah, so once I finish zero, I must get into Kawami again. I think VJ's played all of them nearly. Yes. How are you doing? Have you played anything else um, animated? No, that's it. Like I said, I've not I've not turned my Xbox on really since um, uh, Sunday, so which is a shame. But <laughs> fair enough, because it's, it's like your keys. So it's, it's it's like. It's really weird because like, you have these big open worlds, you know, thousands of hours or they spend on these games. And then Yakuza Zero, Zero is like a really small, compacted maps, but they're full of dozens of side missions that ain't generic. And they, they, they grab you, don't they? It's really strange. Because the maps ain't really, they ain't that big, are they? No, they're quite small. Yeah, but but some, some people are getting more hours out of the game than they have been on some of the bigger games, you know. I think I am around 39 hours in, I think. Something like that. Oh, you're catching up with me. I haven't played it much then. <laughs> I'm still about 47 hours, so you've been playing it quite a bit. You have. Yep. I'm slacking. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so, hello, VJ. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to How are hear you. Thank you for having me on the show again. You got a new microphone there, VJ? Uh, no, I haven't plugged it in yet. Oh, okay. I have to wait till next week. 
It's not new, okay. it's just um, a hand-me-down, so, yeah. No. Um, are you been playing many games? Have you completed Octopath Traveler yet? I thought I had, um, but uh, I found that the true ending or, and the true final boss and the true dungeon was actually hidden behind some, um, I don't know what you call them, like several side quests that, that are not really worth mentioning. <laughs> They're kind of like superficial, but uh, I didn't know. And, um, you know, I mean, you know how many side quests there are in um, in the Yakuza games, and I normally get through about yeah. 75% of them. But uh, in Octopath Traveler, the, uh, the, um, the, I don't know, maybe a couple of dozen that I hadn't done, um, a few of them, you know, hold the key to um, the secret dungeon and the final boss. So when I found that out, um, I was either going to put the game away and I thought, you know what, I just couldn't resist. I thought, you know what, I'm going to have to attempt it. And um, the first time I attempted it, the boss fight took me three hours. And then uh, when I checked to see how many hit points he'd had, I'd barely done 20% damage. So then I realized I've got to <laughs> go back to my previous save and, uh, as okay. I say, do some, do some grinding and um, and re, re, uh, re-evaluate how my, how my characters are built because you have eight of them and you need all eight in the final battle. So anyway, look, I don't want to bore you with it. Just to let you know, I'm still enjoying it. I'm almost done with it. And then I'm pondering what to play next. That's good to hear. You said enjoying it, it is. Yeah, it's absolutely also, v- also, VJ, mm-hmm. here's the official <laughs> apology. The joke text about oh. Dragon Quest is, tra- is trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a complete joke to wind you up because <laughs> yeah. I know you love it. Yeah, I no, and, uh, no, I appreciate that. And, I, and I, look, I, I don't know if anyone else here on the panel or in the or the community in the chat's a fan, but um, if you don't know, and I did tweet it out, uh, not that anyone pays any attention, but today's the 35th Dragon Quest anniversary event, and yep. uh, and that has all my attention. And uh, mm. I, I know people are a little bit excited. I, I don't know what they're going to show. I know Yuji Hori is going to be there, sort of presenting. Oh, nice. And that um, I've loved the Dragon Quest games um, ever since I played the first one. I think it was six or number six, I think, on the PS1. Mm. Uh, it was uh, just at that time, it was Enix, right? Not even Square. They no. hadn't merged at that time. So, uh, so yeah, I'm hoping for Dragon Quest Twelve news and other news. And there's there's been some fantastic, uh, uh, I think I'd like to say DS games that came out uh, with the Rocket Slime games. But I don't, mm. I think only one of them ever made it across to the to the West. And I uh, was so disappointed when two and three never ever never, had never been translated over or, or ported over for the Western uh, market. But perhaps in the future, I, I don't know. Anyway, it's on at eight thirty p.m. California time where I am, so I, it's probably going to be about four thirty o'clock, four thirty in the morning, isn't it, for you guys? So, uh, so I don't know who's going to be. Let's hope, let's hope Xbox have chucked some money their way so it comes out over here, and it's not locked down over there. You know. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. just one more thing. I wanted to send Octopath Traveler because I, I subscribed to Square yeah. Enix Japan, and it doesn't have a lot oh, of views. Okay. I read it out, and I and I saw something in Japanese, and I thought, what the hell is it? it was. It was. I thought it was almost DLC for Octopath Traveler. Can you, then, sorry, um, can you read Japanese, VJ? Or, no, I can, barely read, I can barely read English. Um, so, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, um, I, I saw the content and I thought, what's this trailer all about? And then um, I kind of went down in the description, but there's no comments, so there's nothing I could click or translate. So then I clicked on more, and then um, I just saw a Twitter feed, and I went to the Twitter feed, and I realized it's actually for mobile. But it looks just as good. I mean, I don't know if it'll run at 60 frames, but it looks just as good um, as the Switch or the Series X version of the game. And uh, it's really piqued my interest. But again, it's all in Japanese. So I, the last game I played in Japanese was probably Final Fantasy X. 
um that was about 20 years ago but uh but yeah look i'll probably get on with the show now but yeah i was uh, really did pleased to see that they're putting octopass traveler onto uh, mobile as well nice yeah I was, i'm nice a fan story. of dragon quest so like oh, I, I love dragon quest 11 definitive edition and yep. the new dragon quest builder 2 uh that game is so addicting i i don't know what it is but i can't like I got into it and I couldn't put my I couldn't put it down. I think I played that. I already put in like sixty hours into that game, and I'm like, God, this is so addicting. It's like Minecraft meets <laughs> Dragon Quest. I'm like, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so yeah. If, you're, if you're a fan of Akira Toriyama, then anything mm-hmm. he does is great. I mean, I don't know if he does all the artwork now, but I, I, I share your sentiment. And the other. There was a person in the chat last week, Miss Looper, Assassin Looper, and she's, she, she spoke uh, as highly of uh, Dragon Quest Builders as you have just now. She said she was completely addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, not yes, last week. It was on the Indie Gamer Show last Friday. I do beg your pardon. Mm. Yeah. yeah um, I hadn't heard. I, I, I didn't even know what uh, Dragon Quest was. Dragon Quest XI uh, launched on, the, on, on, obviously, on Game Pass. And it was um, Mr. VJ that said, if you like... Uh, uh, turn-based RPGs, give it a go. I absolutely love that game. It's mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant. I am a lot of hours in, but I decided to take a little sabbatical um, <laughs> just because it's it, it, the game itself is so huge, isn't it? Yes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I I I do like to change it up a little bit. I'll play one game, I'll stop, I'll play another one. But yeah, definitely looking forward to going back to Dragon Quest. Oh, what yeah. a good game! What I will say about Octopath Traveler, it takes the traditional turn-based rpgs um what you and what you think of those and, and how they work and it adds uh, new elements new battle elements that strategically change the way that you ultimately play the game and um the like dragon quest that has one singular uh, overworld theme tune uh, what they've done in uh, Octopath Traveler and in Final Fantasy VII Remake is that depending on the region or even the town that you're in the the, the ost will change and um, it's it's absolutely phenomenal, um, but I don't want I don't want to spoil it. I would just say that if you if you get the time, obviously it's in Game Pass. But I know there's tons of stuff in Game Pass, and time's <laughs> limited because everybody's got things to do. But if you get a chance, uh, do give it a go. Not me. I have nothing to do, which is part of the problem. But you know, <laughs> you're, still, <laughs> you're still in your Mako right for the next ten weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the repair just shop, right? Spinning the the same, just spinning around the same planet, going, where the hell do I go? What? <laughs> Sorry, it's Mr. Stubbs. Nice, no, all good. Uh, welcome, Invader Gaming. Thanks for stopping in. So I'll just get into the first topic. I don't know if you've got any big opinions on this or not, but it's something everyone kind of knew, but I'll read it out. Um so Microsoft has officially taken over publishing rights for the future iterations of the Outer Worlds from the private division. And that news arrived a day after Take-Two's interactive president said <laughs> the company was fully committed to the franchise. During Take-Two's interactive Q4, Q4 2021 earnings call, the CEO, I can't read his name, it doesn't matter, confirmed that the Outer Worlds has sold in more than 3 million units since it was released in 29, October 2019. Later mm-hmm. in that call, Take-Two President answered a question about Obsidian Entertainment's development game 
stating the company was not only excited about the future of the Outer Worlds, but was happy to be part of it. <clears throat> and we will be participating in the future franchise and whatever hold, uh, whatever the future holds for the franchise. So we re we feel really good about it, and we think that it's about uh, sorry that it's still building an audience, and this game itself has a lot left in it. And if and in the future, we will see what the future holds. But we do think it's a long-term franchise, and it's certainly something that we're pleased with the results. Um, yeah, so uh, private division is still supporting and marketing the outer worlds, including the upcoming release of Murder Irados. I probably said that wrong. DLC on the Switch. Um, Moving forward, Obsidian and Microsoft will be publishing future iterations in the franchise, and we're absolutely thrilled to see what they where they take it. Anyone got any thoughts on this? Uh, any big Outer World fans here? <laughs> I, I I love the Outer Worlds. Another one that I thought should have got Game of the Year the year it released. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I I think it's awesome news. I mean, the fact that you know. The, the company's still involved, but Microsoft is taking lead. That can only lead to good things for me. I mean, you know. Yeah, I just, I think it was, it was kind of like they didn't, the CEO didn't know that Microsoft owned the IP now. And he you know, made this yeah, comment. See, that's a, that's a, well, did, did, he not, did, he not know, or did, did he not know or just um, did he not say it would be two different things? Could, could I ask a question? I know you probably know more than me on this. Now, although they own the publishing rights, does that mean they own the IP, or does it just the publishing no, rights? No, no. So, so look, Obsidian retained the IP, um, right. which would make me consider that they that the game was part funded by Obsidian, a percentage based risk. Oh, okay, right. and, it's not, and it's not really unheard of because obviously publishers, you know what they're like, right? They do everything they possibly can to uh, to cement a contract whereby they have the IP. So I think something like that would have taken place, right? Regardless of okay. that, I believe Take Two had the publishing rights for the sequel, along with the window in which to greenlight the sequel. That's typically how publishers work. With Microsoft then stepping in as the as the now I don't know what you want to call it, the owner, caretaker, or, or current custodian of Obsidian, as I like to observe it, right? Obsidian now obviously with the directors from xbox may well have made it bureaucratically and administrative administratively really difficult for take two to commence a sequel under under the optimum conditions in favor of take two right now that microsoft's the owner whereas previously obsidian would have been on their knees right and they have been for quite some time prior to microsoft coming in and picking them up uh, and they were at the behest of studios like take two you know hoping for a budget to keep the studio lights on that that's just the, that's just the nature of the industry even if legally take two or or is it private, is it private division? Sorry, uh, I think it was uh, could have perhaps forced the issue. Then you potentially, then you're potentially sort of compelling a a partner or a studio to develop a game they don't particularly want to make. They probably maybe do, but they don't want to make it for you, and they're probably more interested in making the game that they're that they're honed in on for was it avowed or something. And at that particular moment in time, or perhaps the studio. Uh, uh, you know, you're taking risks as a publisher. The studio says, "Okay, look, we'll make it for you. We'll go out and employ a B team to commence work. And perhaps whatever that project is, poorly conceived, and uh, and the, and the sequel isn't as good, right? And then just done your money. I think, I think for Take Two, they had no choice. 
but to allow any rights other than the IP rights, which are purportedly retained uh, by the developer, to revert yeah. back to Xbox, perhaps for a nominal uh, fee, potentially. And I say purportedly, as I don't have the facts to the contrary. And it's not the first time Take-Two and Xbox have been passing, I don't know, ships in the night, if I can, if I can use that term. And Take-Two, yet again, to their detriment, find themselves in a similar predicament. And, and what I'm referring to is almost, I think it was almost, at 20, almost a quarter of a decade ago, right, in 2000, when Microsoft bought I think it was 80 or 80.1% of a studio in which Take-Two had an existing 20% shareholding. The studio still worked and released only in 2001, I think, and then, or 2000, something around, somewhere around that time, around the launch of the original Xbox. Well, Microsoft paid somewhere around the 30, 20 to $30 million mark to purchase the whole of the studio and see off Take-Two, and they proceeded to make Halo a flagship title for, for their first console. It's not the first time, as I say, that Take-Two have been have fallen foul of such conditions. And I guess, I guess me, you may want to keep an eye on Take Two and Private Division uh, longer term, right? It seems that Take Two is almost like a feeder feeder publisher, right, into Microsoft. And Microsoft ends yeah, yeah. looking at what yeah. are doing, which, I, may, which I, makes you wonder why why they don't just buy out Take Two outright. I, and, you I was know. gonna, I was gonna say, you know, it's two thousand and one. Maybe they did it for the twentieth anniversary or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, the, the problem with Take Two, right? As I've seen, they're a really good company and they've been really successful. No one can take that away from them, no matter how they got there, right? But they haven't learned their lesson of uh, managing and nurturing talent in external studios for the long term, and uh, especially to do so more strategically and in, in, in lieu of such predicaments that they're finding themselves now. So uh, that's why I think the about turn has, has come about, right? And I hope, for me at least, Obsidian is focused on um, on avowed, right? And because people often say to me, oh, you know, they can work on two projects at once and that, you know, they'll have full two production teams and they'll be working on both. No, 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 no. Dual or full production studios inevitably do not, by design, output two good games. And, and you know, there, there's that saying, right, that goes around, right? Trying to do two things at once is to do neither or, or neither well or not at all, right? Mm -hmm. so, and, that, and that's what game development is, is a lot about. It teaches you to do important tasks uh, focus very well, you know, you have to be very, very focused uh, singularly and effectively, not just efficiently, or you'll end up producing, uh, you know, average material and content. But anyway, that's sort of digressing from the actual topic itself. So I'll let someone else say something now. Yeah, because yeah, Obsidian owns the IP, but the uh, private division owns the publishing rights. So with, with that, that, so that could be any new games coming out. Iterations, um, yeah. Will be, yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's a Microsoft IP, but it's going to mm -hmm. be published by them. So, you know, it could be, you know, still multi-plat, but we, we, we don't know really what uh, what that means. We'll, we'll find out if, you know, if they try to just uh, get everything. So this way it's straight Microsoft um, owning the publishing rights and... That, yeah, it's it's a hard one. It's like all all the all the all the projects going forward. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I listen to Colin Moriarty. I like him, but he did say what he just he said. I just wish Xbox would just come out and say, "This devs, these games are going to go here, here, and here." Yeah, he's right. Yeah, there's still okay. They did say all new games are going to to only X Game Pass, but they weren't exactly clear. You know. <laughs> Let me just say real quick, because if they say that outright, they're putting themselves in a corner. So 
It's much better to say case by case basis. We'll see what comes, comes, you know. It's, so, yeah. so, Paul, uh, actually, just a psychonauts, psychonauts uh, point, because it makes an interesting point. And um, I think it's no different to the situation that um, Microsoft find themselves in when Sony went and bought Insomniac, right? And all of the rights for the IP reverted back to Sony, right? And they've now obviously uh, renewed the uh, renewed the um, the trademark. So, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, um, I'll defer to um, um, Removable Sanity when he's here. He doesn't bet either. Um, but then Outer Worlds Two will perhaps return to the Xbox. Well, not return. Will remain perhaps exclusive mm -hmm. to the Xbox ecosystem. And the reason why I'm thinking that is not just because, you know, that, you know, okay, this game is part of pop culture, it is a great game, and I do agree with Paul, it's, it's a fantastic game, and it should have been nominated for more than, than it actually was, given the budget that, uh, the, given the budget that it had, right, and what they managed to output in about three year period. But I, I think it will be exclusive potentially to the, um, to the Xbox um, uh, ecosystem. And because partly, the other reason why I think is because from from my perspective, looking into it a little bit more, it's a perfectly economic production uh, for Xbox at Game Pass at a fifteen million, fifteen to twenty million dollar budget, and um, yeah. So because at the end of the day, they've got a finite amount of budget that they want to invest in studios, and I think Bethesda and Tempo IPs such as those are going to get the vast majority of production budgets going forward. But I think that given the development nous, if I can call it that, that um, Obsidian obviously have, right, and they've demonstrated it over and over and over again consistently, um, they don't necessarily need that much money. And I don't think that's the sort of games that they that they go out and make, given the size of the studio and, and the way that they're working. And you can glean a lot of this. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, the Noclip video documentary on Obsidian and how they went, went about making um, Outer Worlds. So, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if uh, Outer Worlds 2 is just on the uh, on the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, the mix complete sense uh, to me. You know, and she's no, yeah, I, I fully understand what Phil did say. If it's, if if Game Pass isn't on that platform, won't be coming. It just, uh, yeah. uh, CEOs and bosses like that, they can, and, uh, if they want to put it somewhere, they will. Right. They, they don't. Ha they won't be held accountable. The, if the Xbox, if they want to put a game and say they release a game totally exclusive to Xbox and it, and say it doesn't pick up traction, they can just move it to another platform if they want to. I know yeah. the Xbox fan base won't be happy, but it's about making money. You know, at the end of the day, it is. You know. Yeah. Like they said, there, there are some IPs that have yeah. control obligations other places, <laughs> and this could be one of them. Um, so, you know, anything's possible and, you know, and if we hear more from it, it, if they do retain the publishing rights, then we'll know that it's wherever Game Pass is, that's where you're going to be able to play this game. So I think no, the majority uh, of it's going to, it's going to be on Game Pass. I think majority of it will be, you know, and, yeah. and let me just say that, and this may come across as being an X-Bot or whatever, <laughs> but uh, it seems to me that Xbox fans don't react as poorly as the other side does when you say it's only going to it's not only going to be on our console it's going to be on theirs too. I, I don't see yeah. the, the the kickback that you get when somebody when a game from Sony then comes to Xbox. I don't see mm -hmm. the same kickback. Yeah. I don't well, the, you know. Yeah, the only deciding factor really is yeah, it, it, let's say you know uh they decide to put Outer Worlds on uh PlayStation 
the thing is, is that it's in Game Pass for Xbox, and we don't right. have to spend outside of the fifteen, ten, or fifteen dollar subscription that most of us are pay, that most of us are paid up for multiple years for yeah. anyway. And you know, the other side has to pay sixty. So that's, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it, you know, they they might get to play it, but we don't have to spend that seventy dollars on a title. We, you know, it's just dropped right. into our already paid <laughs> subscription that we're that we have. So. <laughs> Could, did Outer Worlds initially drop on Game Pass when it first came out day one? I don't they remember. Did I believe I it did. They, I, I don't think they it worked was day a day one. out. Well, I wasn't don't it, think sorry, it was day one. I think it was a day one, if I recall correctly. Which meant that all the other ones that it, all the other all the other consoles that it you know like it dropped on PS4, it, it dropped on the Nintendo Switch. They all had to pay for it. You know. Mm, I, I, yeah. You may be correct. I, I had the feeling it was more of a exclusive first, then came to Game Pass. Yeah. So what was another tactic in the back they of could my mind. use? If they dropped some of the games were multi-plat, they could say, I, 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 "I.e. Nintendo Switch and PlayStation, here it is for sixty or well seventy, whatever quid." But if you come over to Game Pass, you'll get all the DLC included for a fee, small fee. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It could be used as an added benefit to, to, to go into that platform. Welcome, Profit. Welcome, Fastback. Cheers for stopping by. Yeah, it does say that um, in 2019, uh, Outer World uh, was uh, day one through Game Pass. So. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, he was... changed hands there. That's when it, you know. Yeah. yeah there, was, there was something in the back of my mind thinking it, it wasn't day one. I don't know what that was, but if it was, it was. The only the only thing I haven't done on Outer World is I I haven't bought the DLC. Yeah, well I think that's free with Game Pass. Is it? Yeah, the new one. uh, Whatever starts with the the murder mystery thing. Yeah, it looks. I don't know why I never picked it up then because I could have swore there was one that you had to pay for. Just I haven't had the kind of extra income to do that kind of stuff. (laughs) When they when they released the DLC, which was quite nice, um, they did an interview. I'm sure it was with. Major Nelson. They also did a sneaky, sneaky um, sixty frames per second upgrade, didn't they? But didn't announce it. Yeah, that was. That, very, that, that, was I, that, I thought yeah. that was cool. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, the game is better now. Well, cool. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. Yeah. It, FPS boost. That game plays so much better. Oh my god. I've also got an update for you, Looper. I've played Gears Five. On the new, no on, the, on, on the new, no, the new TV. <laughs> I, I, ha, I hadn't tried the new updates and that on on the new TV. Looper kindly sent me, and he's, I tell you what, it looks incredible. It does in all the 4K 60 gloriness. You know, <laughs> looks nice, really nice. And we do play high buses. Yeah, high I need buses. to. Re, I need to. I need to replay it because obviously. When I played it, it was on a normal 1080p TV, so maybe I should go back and replay Hivebusters. Substance, is your main man, uh, Phoenix, I've forgotten his name, Marcus Phoenix, is he better looking in 4K? (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'll give you some respect. He looks more badass. (laughs) Because, actually, you used his name there, not that bloke's dad. Oh, yeah, that bloke's dad, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll never forget that. bloke's dad. (laughs) Remember when you were streaming streaming it and you you were playing... Uh, hive busters and you kept going that bloke's dad i was like what the f- <laughs> marcus phoenix 
but uh, that's all removable sanity's fault. Is it? Oh, oh yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, I didn't oh, know it was Marcus' yeah. son at the time. Sorry, spoilers. I didn't know it was Marcus Phoenix's son that I had to save. I just couldn't see the family resemblance. To be quite honest with you, and um, removable was another character, and so I went opted to. Re- he said you can decide to save whoever you want. So uh, I decided to save him, and then um, and then I told you about it, and you were, and uh, you had a breakdown. Fucking <laughs> yeah, that bloke's dad, a legend <laughs> so, in the Gears franchise, you know. Was like... <laughs> now 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 you have that new TV stubs, and it does all the you know it's got all the bells and whistles. The new challenge is um, now that uh, Xbox is now releasing games in Dolby Vision. Uh, uh, <laughs> 120 hundred and twenty. TV. <laughs> no, no. See, yeah. So no, y- I'm y- fine. You're still I'm back in the that. past. It's Dolby Vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you could have another ten years. So. There you go. By, by the way, VJ, that's how I respond to it. Re- react to a lot of characters in games. You know that guy, that one, that's the 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 father of the one. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's cool. Because people know people know to warm you up now to play games. The one I, I reverse, yeah. the one I reverse uh, over in my Mako. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember names and details and stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed by people who do, but me, I'm like, you know, that guy's kind of tall. You know, he's got five arms or something. I don't know that 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 guy. Yeah, him. <laughs> the one with the white armor. That's the yeah. <laughs> you try to play. Actually, I have been playing games. I mean, I've put a lot of time into Yakuza, which is, uh, you know. Um, I, I'm playing more games because Leapers are play Twitter more, which is true. Um, I have put a lot more time into games since, since Leaper had a word than me. I have. Uh, yeah, so um, we're ready to move on to the next topic. Not major one, I'd just like to give it a little announcement. The uh, Last yeah, of Us God. 2 is, gonna re- is, is receiving a 60 frames per second FPS boost kind of Resolution enhancement upgrade, all for free, which is which is good yeah. if you've got a PS5 and you, you want to play that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wonder. If, said on this one. Yeah. I, I I only wonder that if would Sony have released it for free if it wasn't for what everything that Microsoft is doing? Because you've nah. noticed Sony's kind nah. of been, you know, you know, giving games away for free and. Uh, doing little uh, updates like you know this resolution boost and um, of no charge. So it, it, you know it's good to see that Sony fans are that are playing on the PlayStation getting some of these free features yeah. instead of having to pay for a remaster or a remake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's good to see that you know. They, Though it is fun, it is funny to watch, and I saw it today. They're going. Look at what we're getting for free, and then look what the Xbox get on 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 um, on games with gold. And we're, we're all going like games with gold. What the hell is that? We got Game Pass. Go away. Oh, true. Yeah, one give it to a PlayStation. Uh, we'll give it same with their PlayStation Plus. I haven't yeah. got a PlayStation at the moment, but their PlayStation Plus games very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. They but are. I mean, they yeah. they. They 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 they're comparing it to something that none of us acknowledge anymore, or even pay attention to. Well, I mean, I, I, I will admit I always I do add all the game games of gold games to my library. Just just. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. Might, too. You, 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 just, may, you may as well. Yeah, I don't. I don't look to it for you know, 
uh, bangers, though, at this point, you know, and that it's just not going to happen anymore, or no. at least, you know. Yeah, it's just, I mean, games were both. The last banger that was in there was Gears 5. Yeah, I mean, it, it's at the point now, like, with Game Pass, it's like Games with Gold is almost like, wh- why are they still doing it? Other than the people that don't have the Game Pass subscription yet, that's what it's yep. for. But it's like, okay, well, you know, for this, for almost the same price, just get a Game Pass subscription and you get all the games that... and and. You know, possibly uh, games of gold once they uh, put games Xbox Live into yep. the standard. I actually like what I saw pass. somebody put today on Twitter. They said, "Well, you know, some of those smaller games, you know, people might not otherwise play. So, games with yeah. gold may be still serving a purpose, just it's a much yeah. smaller purpose." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the reason why it's hard to the problem is Game Pass is it's doing very well at the minute, but it's hard to it's hard to judge because. I've got a niggling feeling that games with game um, Xbox Live Gold still has more paying subscribers than Game Pass. I still believe it, but you oh, can't yeah. tell because they just say 100 million active users and they don't say, "Oh, it's free accounts and paid for." It's hard to know, really. They don't tell you. You see, yeah, I think well, a, a lot of people out there just want to play Call of Duty or FIFA. And they, they just play these games. That's all they play all year. They're not bothered about. I think that's their problem. Xbox has got a lot of these gamers. Some of them ain't interested in all these games. Game Pass has got. They just want to play FIFA and COD. And that, that, that's well, it. You know, that, that's not going to change anytime soon. There's nothing Xbox can do yeah. to change that. Unless no. they can basically roll it to the same price, people. Unless yeah. they can make a tier of Game Pass that's basically the same price as well, Xbox Live Gold, then they would have owned, would they? Yeah. yeah. Well, they are bringing FIFA and all the all the EA party ti- uh sport titles into Game Pass. I believe next year is that's when it's starting. So, if if anyone is just a FIFA fan, it's going to be in Game Pass soon. So yeah, but is that is that day and date or is that six months later? No, a minute. Um, I, I I'm not a hundred percent, but I thought it said day and date. Because day and date would be a game changer. I believe it's day and oh, date. Oh yeah, it really would I'm, be. I'm not sure that's been announced because that would be massive news. If yeah. if you were getting it's, it's, big, it's after six months, getting, it no, they normally if, get released. If you were getting the big sports titles off EA, um, if it'd been announced officially, that would be massive yeah. news right now. It, I know it, it hasn't been announced officially, but it, it was one of those you know whispers in the back room type deals, and. Um, because be of that, all the success that EA is yeah. having with that's in Game Pass, there that's what where this new uh, whispers are coming from is right. they they're like okay, what happens if we do day and date, you know? And that's why we believe it. Whispers yeah. of Ubisoft it will plus cost. As long as we can still do more microtransactions oh, for everything. Microtransactions micro <laughs> were yeah, like, so. They're not having a discount well, on their microtransactions, no. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. But people that are going to put more money into microtransactions if they don't have to pay for a full title. So yep. they're going to see more revenue that way. And I think that's where all this talk is coming from because they're like, you know what? If we release these games, Day and date into Game Pass, and then these micro transactions are going to double 
well, yeah. that's going to pay. That's going to be more on in their pocket than just yeah. trying to release a game. Plus, See, whatever oh, Microsoft is paying them for the day and date release. Yeah, you know, cause, you know. yeah. Hey, well, I, that that will be. I'm telling you what, that will be headlines. I mean, I think just if you was announced FIFA was going in day and date, or it, that one game alone could get you millions upon millions of subscribers. <laughs> it yeah. really could. The that game, yeah. fucking, um, especially you, here, it's massive. I don't when play you, it, but when you see developers talk about um, their interactions with Game Pass. I don't know if you caught um, uh, Game On Daily, shout out to them, who had Mike Rose and Thomas Sala. So Mike Rose is from Descenders. Uh, mm-hmm. from the, 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 uh, he's a developer from there. And Thomas Sala, he's from... Uh, he did the Falconeer. Oh, okay. And they, yeah. and, they, and they both discussed their sort of experiences with Game Pass. And they both said, and I've seen other developers say the same thing, that it's it's really it's really strange the amount of interaction that they get from Game Pass itself, because mm-hmm. they see their friends playing. Oh look, uh, all my friends are playing this. I better buy the game because I don't want to, I don't want Game Pass, but to play with my friends, I'm going to buy this. And it, it happened um, a fortnight ago. When was it? Fortnight ago? A week ago? Was it last weekend? When Snowrunner come into Game Pass and last week that was the biggest selling game that week. Wow, nice. Um and just because it launched into Game Pass. So it mm-hmm. it's obviously it works. Developers mm-hmm. have said it works. Yeah. Oh yeah, take, they, take, and, take, and, and I've said before I've heard them yeah. say that, you know, the even though they launched day and date on Game Pass, they still made all their money back and then some, you know. Oh yeah, cuz I remember uh, I think I, I I heard an interview with um uh, Matt, do you know Mr. Matty plays? Mr. Matty plays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. yeah um, he was on Last Stand Media because I'm a patron on on there, and he had an interview with uh, Mike Rose, uh, the guy you were just on about animated. Yep. And Descenders and he, he was saying that the the, the, the traction um, the, they can see a back end. Obviously, he can't he can't say the metric, the. the uh, Engagement, they say. There's a back end that the developers can see, right. and they get they get crazy engagement. And oh yeah, it was the best. It was the best thing they ever they ever did. Yeah. But he says the metrics. He says obviously we don't see it, but when mm-hmm. Xbox are um, touting it to a, new, a game they want, they sh- they will show them the back end, and I yeah. think that's where like the, the, their eyes perk. Up. Oh wow, we didn't realize it was quite like that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, they don't release the, them statistics. They don't, obviously. But was they, was something it? that we don't see what they do, and yeah. that, that, that's the main attraction. Yeah, the yeah. Dirt Five developer was talking on Game Pass Daily as well, talking yeah. about their their game that uh, Dirt Five going into Game Pass and how how much it, like it like doubled, almost quadrupled in uh, yep. player activity because everyone's like, oh, they're, in, they're engaging more into that game, and you know. And they they see it, that it's working, and then now you know EA owns the uh, Derfy developer. So you know, so there's you know there's things coming down the line that you know have not been said, but will be. Well, there will be. Ooh, yeah, some of them maybe said in three weeks. Some of them maybe said in three weeks. We don't well, know. Well, yes, yeah. I tell you yeah. what. I mean, that would be a big one for E3. I'm not saying it, but they could announce that. Uh, 
you'd be getting FIFA day and date every year it comes out. That'd be like, wow. Yeah. Because the people think people, because I didn't realize how, I didn't realize FIFA was big all over the world. I just thought it was big here. It's big in America, it's big everywhere. But FIFA, I didn't realize. You mean there in your town? It's, you not ju- it's not just FIFA. Now they own Codemasters. You're talking the F1 mm-hmm. games day and day. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's across the globe. F1 games, uh, oh, yeah. I assume, are quite big. Yeah. <laughs> day and day. Because they're now owned by EA, obviously mm-hmm. owning Codemasters. And, uh, yep. they're, they're the racing legends, Codemasters. Yes. Shout out to them. Been playing their games since, you know, man and boy. Love that studio, and when they when, when oh, I yeah. saw that EA was taken, I was like, "Oh, day and day." Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it was just like, like, oh yes. no, don't mess this up, please. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was once once it was announced, EA's coming with a bigger bid. I was like, please, please, please. <laughs> yeah, because Codemasters, obviously, with a, they're a, a big um, UK studio as well. So again, I've I've played their games, man and boy. So. So happy yeah. for them to be taken on yep. by EA. Well, well a lot of people, were, a a lot of people, usually, like lot of people were not were happy at the time. Trust <laughs> yeah. me. You should have seen the tweets. All oh, these IPs oh, <laughs> running to the ground now. Microtransaction to hell. But they they didn't get a good reception yeah. at all. At, at, yeah, at first. I mean, that, but that's the stigma with EA at the moment. Yeah. Until they clean that up, you know. You know, it's. Uh, Is he yeah. right? Um, I heard that EA secretly are building a new studio that is basically yes. a for a single player games, and that's yeah. their focus, not multiplayer. The head, yeah, the head of Monolith left Monolith and went to EA, and they're building a brand new studio. Uh, that happened because of the merger with the uh, Discovery Warner Brother Media merger. So okay. yeah. yeah, that happened around about the same time when that announced that you know AT and T sold off Warner Brother Media to well whatever that's a whole freaking mess over there what's going on but we'll see what happens with the game studios um, I know that they're trying to um, load off a lot of like the DC and Warner Brother I um, movie ips to disney is what the next rumor is right now if that goes through yeah i think it'll be a monopoly like uh, on Twitter. because yes, most, of, most of the insane. smaller most of the smaller comic book publishers are either under the dc flag already or or mm-hmm. marvel and so if they did it it would be truly be a monopoly they would control like 90 percent of the comic book world yeah, if, if not of, more, so yeah. yeah, we'll see about that. That, but th- those that's just what you know was uh rumored, and yeah, a couple articles popped up about it. So we'll see. I I don't want to see that happen because I'd rather have somebody else take reign. And because m- DC has already been that nitty gritty, dark, uh, comic book type movies, as Marvel's that uh, uplifted light you know uh type i think i think, movie, I think you so. have that backwards actually <laughs> mm, i don't know look at the Mar- dark knight Mar- marvel's that... always been the more darker of the two comic book types well you... and with the comics but i'm talking about movie wise the movie yeah but but the, but yeah but but yeah the dark knight was a standout it was the dark knight was you know zack snyder's 
yeah so Zack Snyder's movies definitely been darker in that aspect yeah but when you look at the rest of it I mean you know look at their TV stuff which as far as I'm concerned you know DC still kind of owns TV the the darkest they ever get with TV is like Arrow and even then it was still you know yeah yeah TV series yeah even their animated stuff but yeah more of the live action movies um, lately have been more darker than um, you know from what I I don't know I, I, I would think killing off half of the Marvel heroes at the end of a movie was pretty dark you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had yeah, a warning but... guy suck it up I'll put you in I'll put you in ashtray they, yeah. they, they, they but they turned to dust it wasn't like yeah you know, they just, mm-hmm. just oh spoilers I've not seen any Marvel films now you're alright don't worry about it. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Dude, if you haven't seen him by now, I'm, you're, I'm hang- the old you're hanging out I with the wrong the crowd. You're hanging out with yeah. the wrong crowd if you haven't. I have Disney Plus, so that's the thing. <laughs> I just don't watch a lot on it, you know. Um, welcome, Mav. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, Caitlin. Uh, welcome, Muppet. Cheers for stopping by. Uh, I think it's Fastback. Uh, Looper, how you doing, Looper? I will k- try and keep off Twitter, Looper. Got a bit of addiction to Twitter. Yeah. It's, it, it's quite annoying. Well, Pong Soul, it is annoying. <laughs> I, I need to start mentioning it. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, VJ. Um, we got we, a little chat there. Um, what sure. do you think about the Last of Us Two getting um, a free update? Do you think it's kind of in relation to what Xbox keeps doing with these free updates, do you think it's the same kind of principle? No, I think, look, whether you're Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, or a PC gamer, you have to understand that there's so many things in play, and there's always going to be a point of convergence, right, between all of the companies, right? They, they observe each other, they look at what works, they look at how to counter each other, and really, you know, all these little things that are happening, they're all just storms in a teacup, but that's why okay. I don't really pay much attention to them. But what I will say, um, actually, it's important. Actually, it's an important point because I, I watch a lot of NX gamers. So uh, one, there's only one of a handful of channels I actually subscribe to on YouTube anymore. The others I've just discarded, and that is NX gamer. And uh, he, he's, he's an English bloke. If you don't know him, and he's always interested in there's a clear cut and factual dissemination of. Uh, what upgrade patches offer in relation to you know whether it's the last of us or any other video game i haven't seen any paid update patches or or, or quality of life patches or that enhance your experience so if, if if i'm incorrect there please feel free to um to correct me but uh, i mean we just had somebody in the chat earlier um and then you know he's uh, luke Steele, right and he's a primarily a pc gamer um and he's um an indie gamer as well but and he's just said to me, you know, uh, in the chat that, you know, uh, playing um, The Last of Us 2, because I saw him post an image a couple of days ago, and he commented commented that the fact, no different to you, Stubbs, when you play Gears, right, in 4K, um, that uh, it's a transformative experience. But yeah. for me, um, however, it was more of a surprise when, um, when I read a little bit about the patch, and uh, there was a little segment um, in the... Um, in the in the blog or the news blog or the or whatever you want to call it that the studio mentioned that they've only been working with the PS5 hardware since uh, November when the PlayStation 5 launched, and initially I mean I'm just hazarding a guess there right and it just popped in my head that that can't be true that can't be entirely true statement can it since the Last of Us sort of released back in July right and I know obviously you know after a game's finished or shipped 
and there's actually gone gold in June, I think maybe even prior to that. There's a there's a wrap up period, you know, we wrap up all the assets and the code for the game and so on and so forth, and you do a post mortem, right, um, which is then submitted into your producer of uh, in in um, in Naughty Dog's case, probably to, to to Sony management, right? And then I sort of coupled that with the fact that they they would have at least have had internal documentation, right? Because obviously the machine was built. You know, in tandem, not in tandem, but on give on the feedback from their 13 studios, right? And as um, certainly said, the road to PlayStation, you know, he went around visiting every company for two years, right, uh, all over the world. But however, I can at the same time I can understand that there are the factors, a couple of the ones that I've just mentioned that may lead this statement to being true. Um, and evaluating the PS5 did really actually just begin in earnest for for that particular studio as late as as late as November last year. But now that I've said all of that out loud, it all seems quite irrelevant, right? Since the the best news and the build-up I've seen from Sony in the leading up to E3 and uh, and in lieu of um, of uh, the Xbox announcement today, right, for the June 13 show, I think for them uh, the impending release of um, Ratchet and Clank is their synergy, right, of uh, for, for E3. So, because so, so far for me, and again, I was just talking to somebody in the chat. So far, I haven't as yet. And I'm emphasizing the word yet, as truths evolve daily, if not hourly, in the games industry, especially at this time of year. Um, I haven't seen anything from a proven reputable developer that comes close to the visual creativity and gameplay extravaganza that Insomniac is placing down as a marker. And I still kind of rue the, the, um, the time frame, right, when Insomniac was in the palm of uh, Microsoft's hands, right? But I guess their game plan in terms of how they were going to tackle this gen you know wasn't quite cemented you know back in 2013 so so yeah um there was some other stuff i wanted to say but it's kind of off topic so let's um let's get back on track i think carry on we went off topic anyway no i'll just be here tomorrow it was just to do with like cross-gen stuff right because like some people were saying well how come horizon zero dawn is on uh cross-gen but ratchet and clank isn't but and um and i <sighs> I'm not a huge fan of cross-gen, right? And um, and I and when I look looked at Ratchet and Clank, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a channel called Grizz Gaming. It's an Australian chap. Doesn't have a huge amount of followers, but again, he's another really smart, intelligent, and uh, to the point guy when he's reviewing or previewing games, right? And he's relatively new on the scene. He's not as big a skill up, but I think he's just as good, and uh, he's quite jovial as well in his presentation. And I, I find him quite humorous. Maybe it's just me. I'm strange, but I. I I don't see how you could successfully scale the scope of the design of Ratchet and Clank to work on PS4. It it would look, from what I've seen, it would look like a barren wasteland, right? And yeah. it would fundamentally fail to sell the vision, narrative, and experience that fundamentally drives the player forward, especially, how can I put it, when it comes to the story and the incredibly dense and detailed alien world that Ratchet and Clank um, Rift Apart represents, you know, so so it, it, it would just be very, very difficult to sell to the gamer. And uh, as I said, you can probably tell that I'm not a fan of cross-generational games. And uh, there's always um, there's always a price to pay for the end product, right? And um, and it's going to become more and more apparent as we move forward. And I'm saying all of that, and I'm probably going to be con completely contradicted tomorrow with the Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West reveal. I think it's tomorrow. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think so. <laughs> And as I yeah, say, tomorrow. it's something that's, um, and I'm looking forward to it actually, because it's definitely going to kick the tires of what I think and feel and see, and you know that spikes my my nerves, my nerve center, and my brain, or whatever you want to call it, uh, more so um, 
And it'll definitely, as I say, it'll kick the tires of how I think and view things today, especially since that game is cross-gen, right? And uh, so those are the kind of things that I look at, right? Um, but uh, Ratchet & Clank is, um, for me, is the first game that I've seen on PlayStation um, that's that's piqued my interest. And uh, and then when I did have a look to see what PS5 machines were costing, I thought, uh, no, <laughs> not at the moment. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till they're more freely available when I can walk into a store like a sane person and uh, pick up the machine for the recommended retail price and not a dollar more. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, the thing with the Ratchet & Clank, it utilizes the, the PlayStation's SSD with the, you know, jumping through the other zones and uh, they they couldn't utilize the a regular mechanical hard drive. Um, that's why it, I believe it's not going to be uh, back uh, backwards compatible, you know, to a PS4. Um, yeah. But, but other it, games. To, to your point, Psychonauts, it's, it's a really good point. See, it spits in the face of the ideas that games can be scalable. It's 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 true, but only to a degree. And for yes. the large and for the larger extent, and for and just looking at the um, Unreal. Um, demo showcase or whatever for the early access or whatever beta which is really hey look guys can you try it out and let us know what's wrong so we can launch it on time for next year uh yeah okay um well we'll know what to do with it um but uh but yeah i mean when you look at stuff that that can do right with vast open worlds and then i was thinking to myself while i was watching it yeah but how, how does physics interact with all of this environment and they showed how it does and um but yeah i i just think that you know, you, could, you perhaps you could put Ratchet and Clank on there and just wait 15 minutes for the next um, uh, yeah. parallel universe to load in. I, I don't know, but yeah, every time they had a you all of a sudden you hear the the Jeopardy theme. Well, yeah. you still be driving around yeah. in Mako, right? So, seriously, yeah. down <laughs> at it, the PS4, though. You would. Seriously, yeah, it's um, it's the density of the universe. Like, there's there's a scene <laughs> when Ratchet moves, uh, walks up to a bolt, takes out his spanner. Turns the, yeah. turns the bolt clockwise and then this big circular door opens up and you walk up to the crevice or uh, to, of the door and you look up and the camera pans up and it's just hugely dense uh, universe with with hundreds of um, or I, I don't know how many exactly but let's just assume there's many right unique objects uh, all animating moving around <laughs> but it's also it's also that how they've managed to create an atmosphere in these games because I play some of the older games like you know Ratchet and Clank uh, on PS4. And then I looked at this game, and the, and the big thing that popped out to me was not just the creativity, the creativity and the script writing and the design is all there, but how these these games are subtly creating atmosphere. And, and look no further than the Ninja Fairy tweet yesterday, right? I mean, it's not technical wizardry, but what they're showing you is that, look, we're progressing these games by providing uh, an atmosphere in these games going forward. And, uh, yeah, those sort of things, I think, is what uh, perhaps will be scaled back, right, if there is cross-gen games. But as I say, I'm not a fan, but there you go. Well, I think a lot of people don't realize how much some of these next-gen games or this current-gen games, I don't like next-gen anymore because we're now in this gen, depend on the load speed of that hard drive, of that SSD, to to get where they need to be as fast as they can. You know, it does affect gameplay in in a in a uh, when you have a game that's heavily dependent on the 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 details, the textures, what's coming up next. It's all got to be right there, you know. And they can only do that on the SSD, you know. Right now, you know. I think it was was it you, Stubbs, that was asking how come they still don't load stuff off? Or some show I was on or listening to was talking about. Uh, why don't they just load the stuff off a of DVD? DVDs actually don't spin that fast. No, it wasn't me. 
Oh there. yeah, DVDs no. actually don't don't get don't get the information that quick at all. The wheels on the Mako do. What's that? The wheels on the Mako do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wheels on the Mako go round and round. I was about to say, yeah, they go round and round. Yeah. Fastback has spotted something. If you both look at animated Eve on cerebral pole, they look like they're in the same house. I said that. I said that. I said because we have the same background. I said I was on the other side of cerebral pole's wall. Yeah. And I said if I if I if I if I walk through the door behind me. Will I pop out behind Paul? That's yeah. the question. <laughs> or like if you've ever watched uh, any of the, 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 the productions by the Goes Wrong group, like Peter Pan Goes Wrong and all that, and they, they're talking and one of them doesn't have a pen and they're right next to each other and they just reach over and hand the other guy a pen and you could see right then that they're directly next to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just, it's, just, it's just with the background colour. It just looks yep. very, very similar to that's because I took down my green screen already. Yeah. No, it's been some good, good, good chat tonight. There has. Um, I might say as well, uh, who was it in the chat? Uh, just... No, Looper says next gen won't arrive till late 2022. And it's right. It's, um, it's something Phil Spencer said. He did say next gen won't arrive until 2022. Right. And... But That's what he actually he's not lying. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see bits and pieces of it leading up to that. Oh bits and pieces, yeah. 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 I mean I mean look, it's a totally from a totally selfish point of view, so a totally inwardly looking point of view. At the end of the day, you, you know, I haven't this is just a personal point of view because I haven't factored in the commercial realities for these developers and publishers that are pumping in, whether it's a million dollars of your own personal money or whether it's fifty million dollars of uh, public money, right? So there's a commercial reality to everything that I'm saying, but just in isolation, I'm just not a fan of cross-gen, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. With, with, yeah. With the thing with yeah. cross-gen, you know, it definitely, even though it, you know, things are scalable and everything, uh, it's it's not like with PC, it, it's, they, de- you know, they, they develop a lot of the game, the, the studios develop games to scale up and down for different hardware as for console uh not so much because it's it's just they got one hardware spec and that's what they have to target for um you know and uh, unfortunately with with, you know with the ps5 with its variable pc gpu um a lot of things are you know uh, we're seeing it now with bc games like uh biomutant uh, the sniper game and uh, uh, the gunk developer, a lot of those guys, they, they couldn't, uh, what they wanted to do, they couldn't really do it for uh, a title that's going to be on the PS4. It has to be made solely for the PS5. So we won't see, you know, until they stop developing for PS4 or the Xbox One, what these machines really are capable of yep. doing. Yeah, so. but I've got to I've got to uh, stick a little caveat to that sort of what you're saying. Um, the problem is that it has to be cross-gen right now because they can't get yes. systems available. Correct. I've I've only just just got into this new gen. I managed to pick up a Series S. Um, I'm still waiting for a Series X. Can't get it, but I go, mm-hmm. okay. Series S will do. So what you're saying is that uh, you don't believe in. Uh, cross-gen but 
you're also if 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 the millions and millions of people that are still stuck on the Xbox VCR, for example, yeah. the the Xbox One S, the Xbox One yep. X, you're you're saying that they can't have the games that are coming out now. If you, but you've got to push back to last gen be, until the systems are available. Unfortunately, well, well that's the other thing too is they actually may push back game releases going. If yeah, we release yeah. this game in yep. the state it's in, it's not going to do well. We yeah. need to wait yeah. till we that's, only that's, need to do it on the yeah. the one gen. Yeah, that was or be develop. Right point. Yeah, yeah. Or develop yeah. two different. You got the current gen yeah. games, and then you know back last gen games, and have two separate, and not be yeah. uh, you know scalable like. Um, well, we saw what happened when they tried that with Cyberpunk. Didn't go over well. Yeah, yeah. no. Shit. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, think... but that was a game developed for last gen. It, it was, it was, it was a but, game but still, developed. I mean, for those, and, yeah, yeah, and think... it, they, they, they bit off too much. But still, they that, would, that, far that, too was, much that was a, agreed, that was a yeah. sign that what could happen if they continue yep. to try to push for both gens. Uh, agreed, completely agree. Completely. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just being devil's advocate, saying there's still yeah. those millions of people that have been no, yeah. able to get no. that new. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. You can't alienate your audience. You can't. Do no, it. and that's why they're sticking with back. You know, doing that right now because Microsoft said they'll keep developing games till 2022, as P, I think Sony said that they'll do it until 2024 because they said they're going to do the, and still develop games for four years on the PS4 and Xbox said two years for the Xbox One. So. Hey, by oh. 2024, Sony's next-gen uh, console might be ready for release. So, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, we... I think it just dovetails back to what I said in terms of there's a commercial reality to it. So it's not just about your consumer base because at the end of the day, as a publisher, you have to make those calls, right? A game you've, a game you've conceived to be multi-gen uh, or cross-gen or whatever you want to call it, then suddenly hits a hits a design issue right and uh, and i think starfield's probably suffered from that right listening to todd howard saying listen we've had to rewrite the whole engine yeah. um and and again it's uh, if you're a first party you can afford to take make those changes because at some point right the games that have been being conceived primarily and that were developed on those common denominator you can understand why there will be cross-gen but ratchet and clank has kind of come out of the blue right it's because we have i i can't recall um a, a, a launch of a new game system whether it's ps1 ps2 ps3 ps4 ps5 or xbox uh one 360 etc where we've had these sort of quality of games come out of the gate so quickly um and for me there's just as 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 um uh, animate was saying right there's a there's a commercial reality to it right from from a published perspective but at the same time you know i i just wouldn't want to see a game with serious potential being held back because there's not enough hardware out on the market and um and i guess sony must have known that right when they knew that ratchet and clank was coming out right that listen you know what the way that this game is designed is specifically for the ps5 and i'm just yeah. hoping that it, that happens on a more and more consistent and more and more regular basis right and uh, it'll be really interesting to see some of the games that you know where Phil and uh, it might have been Phil or it might have been Aaron saying that we're not leaving any game or any generation behind, etc., etc., etc. How many some of these? New, how many of some of these new games, uh, the way that they've been conceived, right, um, end up being on uh, on both platforms, right, going forward? Yep. Yeah, but it's, it's, that's the thing that confused me. Not about Xbox, about no game left behind, but 
a few weeks back when it was announced that Battlefield 6 was coming to cross-gen, mm-hmm. a lot of the Xbox people and, and people in general were moaning because it's not next-gen only, and that confused the hell out of me, that did. I well, couldn't work it out. I, I think you just have to you just have to look at Cyberpunk, right? When we were looking at Cyberpunk, I was on the show with you, Stubbs, and I said, Stubbs, look at this game. Look at the look at how big the ambition for this game is. I've got real concerns it's gonna run on last gen last gen systems. And it struggled to run on this gen, on this new gen systems, right? Yeah, it did. So, yeah. so again, you know, it's again it's like is it down to the publisher? Is it down to you know Green, the Cyberpunk of the project? But but you can see, right? So Battlefield Six. Uh, sorry, if that was the name of the game you mentioned, it may come out on all cross-platform. Yeah. But then it comes down to, does it actually perform on those old systems, or are you then pushed to go and buy it on a on a, a, a on a new hard piece of hardware? And as Animated Evil was saying, if you can actually go out and get one, and if you can go out and afford one, right, at this moment in time. Well, the thing with the uh, Battlefield Six, that a lot of people have forgotten that dice has came out and they're they're making the next gen version only another developer oh, is coming right. out and making the last gen version of the game oh so, that. Okay. yeah they it this was like last year when this tweet came out um that was stating that you know dice is doing next gen and another developer is doing the past gen and then it just got lost in the mix and you know because we oh, haven't heard so too much about battlefield and then so just recently uh, and not a lot of people remember but i remember that and so i was like okay that's cool at least anyone that's on a uh, now current gen uh console is going to experience a next gen version of the game uh you know and still being able to make a, p- a prior gen version by somebody else it's kind of, you know, so that's you know that was uh that's going to be an interesting thing to see how that works out the yeah. differences between the games and stuff is going to be yeah well it's definitely going to be not as high res and uh, well know, i'm just talking about other things too i mean if you have two different developers gameplay. working on it you know yeah, yeah. there won't be cross gameplay i guarantee there won't be you won't be able to play uh ps4 um or xbox one with next gen guys um unless they do something totally different with multiplayer um if they i don't know how that was going to work that is what i'm more uh, yeah. interested in to find out how if they're going to incorporate cross-platform uh, gameplay with multiplayer so we'll see how maybe we'll get that e3 we'll, we'll see so that'd be nice to get e3 it really would It'd be nice to get some sort of Battlefield news E3 because it's there yeah. thereabouts for launch, um, maybe September something. I think mm. news news on that on E3 would be lovely. Yeah, there, yeah there's supposedly a, a leaked trailer for Battlefield Six that I think came out that's floating around Twitter today. Yeah, so. hey, Halo Infinite demo did not get a fair shake. Fastback said. Now, I'll tell you why it didn't, didn't get a fair shake, because they made that amazing trailer with them amazing graphics, and then they released a, released a, a, tra- a trailer, a demo. They showed a demo off. It didn't even look like the trailer they released. Yeah, That's cool. why yeah. they got sticks for it. Didn't look next-gen at all. No. I, no, I know no. it looks like a Halo. It does look like a Halo, but that's why yeah. they got the stick. 
If they yeah. released a trailer that looked like that gameplay demo, it would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing, the thing yeah. with Halo, um, with that demo they showed, it looked like a really fun, playable game. Yeah, the gameplay um, was solid. I think, yeah, I think the problem is that they've been touting that the Series X new version of everything is going to be the best looking, the best mm-hmm. performing, the best everything. Everybody want, everybody just yeah. looked at it and thought, that's not the best. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a 360 game. What, what, it, it can't yeah. look like that. And they yeah. landed the problem. Gameplay itself looked absolutely on point. Yeah, it, it was the visuals that, but they promised yes. visuals. They, yeah, that's 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 where they faltered. I think. Yeah, I think the only issue with the with the that Halo gameplay trailer they had last year was definitely they they showed it and on an, the slip space engine that was definitely early build and yeah they oh, yeah <laughs> they you know they were debating a lot of it uh, should they run it on the. Uh, on real engine, but then it's not really the slip space engine. So they decided to go with the slip space engine. At, at that's what we got. But I mean, if like the yep. the, the textures on the NPCs and uh, in the environment were not the best. But if you look at Master Chief, he was detailed when he was holding his gun. You saw like all these little battle scars on his armor and in his gloves. Like he was high, highly detailed. But everything else wasn't, so you know you definitely could see that you know the engine needed to be worked on, and they got a whole year to work on it. So I'm excited to see what it so, looks like now. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out there. This is this is this is gonna be unpopular, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big deep breath. He's doing my so, job today. <laughs> so no, this stuff is gonna have nothing just, to say after this. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, no, just just listen to this. So. Okay, uh, we were told back then the game was ready. Um, the guy that took it back over, helped me out with Psychonauts, the guy that went back in from Joseph Halo. Statton. Joseph Statton? Yeah. Thank Joseph. you, VJ. Joseph Statton went back in. He said, uh, back then he said, oh, yeah, the, the game's playable, it's brilliant, it, the game's finished. All we need to do now is polish. Hmm. And what they've, what they've done is they've taken a year for polish, correct? Yes. Yeah. Hey, now, sometimes it takes longer to polish than other times. What's your point? Oh, so I think. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not. That's, that's not. The, that's what this, this is where I'm going. Okay. So, um, everyone's saying Starfield is finished. They just need some time to polish. What if they need a full year to polish that game also? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I happen to I mean, that, a game. I'm, I'm just. Yeah, Starfield's one of those we haven't even seen no. gameplay yet, so we no. don't even know the state of it, what it, what it's in. But the rumors um, are saying the rumors are saying oh, uh, we just need polishing. There's a year straight yeah. away. If if you look at it like Halo, that's a year. Yeah, right. Well, they've been playing. They've been working on it since after what I think Fallout Four. I believe that's when they started developing this. They had a small yes. team yes. during, and then you know so. Uh, that, that's one of those things like, like I would the question love... is the question is does it take a year to polish a De- game does it depends no. on like, with, no, with I... the halo it was it's because of the engine is why they needed a full year they wanted to really get that engine fully uh, right utilized. And, it co- 
And it coincides with an anniversary. This, yeah, this wasn't your average polish. Yeah, this. Yeah, I, I think. Sorry, I was just going to say animated. Um, just from my experience, um, even twenty years ago, six months to um, play test and balance a game, because I, I don't know where the word polish comes from, but to play, play test and balance a game and to iron out all the bugs was considered to be tight. Right, and we're talking yeah, twenty absolutely. years ago, right? I know. So, I know. in this modern day and age, given you know the extent of multiplayer, given the extent of these games, the size of the games, I don't know how big the code base is, but um, even one minuscule, minus, minuscule change can can cause a, a heap load of work. It's just just yep. the nature of the beast. So, so really, I think that regardless of the polish, I, I don't know if Paul if Paul was sort of um, sort of leaning towards this, but. Obviously, there was more than just the balancing, right? That uh, of the game that I think um, Joseph Statton was referring to, right? I mean, there was devs saying that the lighting system's not in place, you know, some of the assets are not final, and so on and so forth. So you, you would assume it was at least alpha stage, right? Um, but since yeah. then, we haven't seen anything other than a few screenshots. So yeah. um, I think I think it's only a matter of days now, isn't it? A couple of weeks now, and I guess I guess we'll get to see exactly what shape it's in. And then, in terms of how good the game is, then if that's completely subjective, right? When we get to see it in Game Pass at the end of the year, um, I just hope it hits. Um, but there's so many games getting delayed. I, I just wouldn't be surprised if if there is another sort of stumbling block, um, or not a stumbling block, but a, a waiting period for us, which is fine. I, I don't have do an know, issue. Yeah. With it. Do you know but what? I agree. I agree completely with everything you just said, and I understand that because I've dabbled with coding and stuff myself. Um, just just moving one enemy from one place another on the screen is hard enough. I get that. I was just throwing it out there because the people that are um, maybe not as uh, how can I say it intuitive as we are I, I suppose that, that those yeah. those that are out there are saying this that and the other I just wanted to put it in there to say um, people are saying oh it's ready or it needs polish and that, that's what I was just trying to throw a little bit of um, ambiguity yeah. into the mix that's all I was trying to do and I agree with you VJ you're right you're absolutely right who knows well, yeah. and, and that year of quote polish also gave them more time to work with the dev kits because remember up to that point yep. they'd only had the dev kits for less than four months I think Paul, Paul I think that in order for them to polish the game you should send them over the chamois lever that you're using for your Mako <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> Not, the, the, sham, was... the sham wow <laughs> yeah. but wait there's more shamow <laughs> now, the, the thing with the halo um, I, what was it on um Italian clowns for 4G QTV. Uh, they had um, Master Chief uh, Steve Downs. Steve, Steve, Steve Downs. Downs. So they had Steve Downs, and he they did. He did say that the game um, is pretty much ready for November, and I don't think he was. I don't know if he he, uh, he was supposed to say that. And then there was another interview with another voice actor that said the same thing. That the game is slated for November, so I don't think they're going to miss it. To be honest, I don't think they're going to no, miss that. No, no, they definitely. I don't think they are. I think they're they're happy where where it's looking, and when we see it this uh, what less than three weeks, we'll you know we'll get that two Halo Infinite 2.0 gameplay trailer um, that we've should have seen last July, but uh, the. The studio and Microsoft and the release time has 
they have got the opportunity to coincide with the 20 year anniversary. Yes. They yes. are not going to miss that. No. No. By hook or by crook, they are not going to miss that nope. because no. to launch on the twentieth anniversary is absolutely bloody massive, isn't it? Yes, this is huge. I mean, November fifteenth yeah, is. is when it came. The first Halo uh, CE came out, so they're not going to. You know, I'm not. I don't think it's going to be on the fifteenth, but it'll be around that time. But yeah. they're definitely not going to miss this opportunity to launch it on the twentieth anniversary of Xbox and Halo. Those are yeah. two can I, two big things. Can I can I put my tin hat on for two seconds? Yes. Um, <laughs> if, if, <laughs> shit, where have I put it? Hang on. Oh, shit, no. I'll, I'll, imaginary tin tin hat. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so if they can launch Halo on the twentieth anniversary, and they can possibly get enough systems in place, would they? launch a anniversary xbox series x with it no i i doubt it not no. not one year a after launch controller. It, it's an excellent it's an excellent controller, idea yes. a controller due to the, due to the parts etc i think you're looking at a controller maybe down the line when the, there's a Tin proper hat. console Tin supply i know oh no Tin it, if if the world was normal and they could pump out consoles exactly and, you know you'd have one but I think yeah. for the time being, you're looking at controllers, and then maybe when the, the world, you know, gets back to normal and they can supply, they might bring out some special edition Halo. And I think there's more chance when Gear Six comes out of being a special edition Gear Six console. Yeah, they'll definitely have like yeah. accessories. They'll have like controllers, headsets, uh, probably like SSD, like hard drives, things like that. <laughs> Uh, Halo Anniversary Edition, yep. but until we get like a steady flow of consoles, we probably won't see one until that point. Then they probably will have. <laughs> now they, they might they might make be... skins available to us. They might make skins yeah. available to yeah, us. Yeah, they could do that. Ah, too. That would it, be it nice. Looks, it looks like we've got in touch with our uh, our boy Popat, doesn't it? And see if he can do something for us. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember that thing that Toshi bought? It was like a, it wasn't cyberpunk, but it was like yeah. a, a plastic thing you put round it. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. would be cool. That was, that was that was designed by Popart. That was, yeah, it was. It was, yeah. So we'll have to get in touch. We'll have to get in touch and get him to uh, do yeah. it. Oh, he's Halo. been verified by one, by yeah. Microsoft. Yeah, he's Microsoft verified now. Yep, he, he now works with yep. Microsoft. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Popart, man. Possible. Dude, you're oh, he he's is. a good guy. Popart is. Yeah, he's great. He's good people. Definitely. Yeah. I can't. Anyway. I would love. I'd love to get a, a Halo anniversary skin made by Popart. That would be. Oh my god. Could you? I like his little renders that he has done pet, the yeah. last year. They were just amazing. Especially like the series, uh, what is the Elite Series 2 yeah, that he did? Ooh. I, I know that the 20-year swag is starting to come out. I should have mine tomorrow. I, I'm get, I got some because I went to Summit this year or was part of Summit this year. Yeah. I went to him and I got out of bed and turned on the computer. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were sold out and with the Halo 20th anniversary stuff. When I went on, I was like, they only had smalls. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a small <laughs> guy. Yeah, this doesn't work for me. <laughs> I hope they update don't even, 
I don't even know if stuff's, stuff's available in the UK yet. But um, Asda's uh, got a shop in the UK, Asda. They always sell Xbox. In fact, my son has got loads of Xbox gear. He's got Xbox track suits, Xbox T-shirts, hats. He's got, I haven't got anything. Have you I've looked got, at the Microsoft uh, store? I've, there should be some stuff there. I've got yeah. some socks. The only thing it. I've ever been bought is the Xbox lounge pants you can buy. Ah. Now, yeah. maybe for correction, that is hmm. pajama bottoms. I know it means something <laughs> different yeah. in America. Get yourself a onesie. Yeah. Get yourself an Xbox onesie. Mm. No, I'm not buying a onesie. No way. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, I could see Mr. Tushi in a onesie. You're animated. You might wear one. <laughs> no. He's lucky. What? <laughs> <laughs> onesie? Come on. Give me more tears. Look, give me more tears so that I got. Look. Oh. Nice What's Final Fantasy. Do, do you know what I mean? Onesie. <laughs> No. That's a great Final Fantasy shirt. Thanks, man. I don't have I an Xbox One yet, Prophet, but I would get one if I could afford one. Yes, I, I admit it. Especially if I lived in a in a colder climate, I would definitely get an Xbox One for those cold, chilly nights. Oh, if streaming. you lived in Britain, you'd, you'd need one. If you lived there, <laughs> you would. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're they're in a lot of t-shirts, Xbox Wack. Indie game assist. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. They just added new gear, uh, new uh, like Gears of War. Uh, yeah, they added a lot of shirts. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. I better have a look then. Oh yeah, they, some great the, stuff. The problem is the UK store, an actual official store, hardly gets anything compared to the American store. It's annoying. A lot of the it sells out really quick. You well, know, there's a Xbox.com/slash/gear. You can pretty yeah, much no, pick it the, up in the, UK as well. You can. It's the you gear section. It yeah, you yeah. can pick it up in UK as well. I'll have to have a look then. I will. I will. But I've got a little... I don't know if I've got time for it. Then last topic. We probably, probably won't have time for that. But the one about value of Game Pass. Yeah, oh. probably won't have long enough for that. <laughs> I'll move on to the Ascent then. I'll move on to the Ascent. Because that should be a small topic. Right. The Ascent has been officially announced now uh, to be the 29th of July, and that includes Xbox Game Pass console, and it's also, I believe, I think Indy said, it's believed to be on the Xbox Game Pass PC. I seen him in chat earlier as well, so if yeah, that is true, that is, that, that's great. Um, are any of you guys or anyone in chat uh, excited to play it? It oh, does yeah. look very good. Yep, There's I'll a give lot it a of shot. hype around I'll, this game. Yeah, I'll give That's it a shot. Announced. That's a day one for me. I already got it preloaded. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it looks really good. Like, I mean, it's 4K 60, up to 120 FPS. You know, it's a cyberpunk-type world, you know, and the mechanics are really cool because, you know, it's, it's not like a linear type of... Uh, it's a top-down twin-stick shooter, and it doesn't, you know it doesn't just shoot straight forward you can pick you can shoot up you can shoot down so you have a whole massive array of you know of enemies coming in so it's not like they're just coming straight forward so they can come at you uh top down from you know coming at the sides from the top and i mean the visuals are freaking amazing that you can all the particle effects like if you watch the trailers 
the game just looks gorgeous, just freaking gorgeous. You know, I, I I like it. It's a lot of RPG elements. You can do solo co-op. You know, it's just yeah. That's the best part of it for me is I have the choice to go solo. And it's a four-player co-op. Thank yep. God. Thank it really, God. Yeah, I, I got tired of the three-player co-op thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah they kept making three-player like a standard, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and no, I never understood that. Cool. Seriously, I never. <laughs> yeah, I don't get the three-player, you know. But, but I like the four-player co-op or solo thing because it's much like um, much like um, The Division, which I enjoy The Division 2. Because of that, I was able to solo most of it and play with my friends and we could all get together but you know i wasn't forced to group with people you know yeah, which i which i always appreciate that yeah yeah it it, lo- it it looks a lot of fun and if, if it, coming in the game pass just try it out i mean it's you know yeah. if it, twin six shooters aren't your thing but you want a gorgeous looking game to play this is definitely uh something you should pick up and try out at least yep and that's uh, again that's a nicer thing i like about game pass is i can try stuff out if i can't play it or don't like it no, nothing lost on me but a little bit of time you know exactly exactly it's true i mean it does look for, it looks very good uh graphically it look I'll, I'll give it a go um mm-hmm. no never i probably won't complete it but i'll i'll, I'll give it a go <laughs> You never know, it might get sucked in. But it does look very good. Super detailed. As it as Indy said, in chat super detailed world. Which is nice. But it, it like got leaked, didn't it? And then it got leaked and then it went official. I think it got some Twitter account leaked it in Japanese or something. Because Indie Gamer found it. Then it was officially confirmed by the developers it was that it was coming out yeah it's fine because everyone got sick and tired of waiting like when's the date because that's yeah. people have been anxious for it and then it got leaked and then they were like shit here we go you know because that yeah they're freaking their bot their ascent bot calling us indents on twitter all day <laughs> long <laughs> but no it's uh it's not a thing that i i know everyone wanted to know when it was but it, I'm always a big advocate of the fact that people people shouldn't be like so impatient. Just wait for the game to come out because some some like small developers. Uh, I think in these, in, I don't know which games, but some games have had that much pressure put on them that the little developer goes and releases a game even though it's not ready, just because they break the break under pressure and the game fails. So it can actually happen, yep. but people should wait for. Uh, Hate to say this, say sometimes you need to wait for greatness with some games, you know, to yep. be ready. Well, and, and the matter because, of people, because we all moan, don't we? Oh, this game's fucking buggy, yeah. you know, but that's you know, so it could and, be. And people are still tending to forget that even though we're getting through the, 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 the back end of COVID, it's still going to affect stuff for the next couple of years. Because, oh, it, like it, I was it, saying to yeah. somebody, I said to somebody on, on Twitter last night, as a matter of fact, they were the you know, even though they were able to work from home, there are some things they couldn't do from home. They they couldn't do mocap from home. They couldn't do, you know, some of them could do voiceover work from home, but not everybody has a studio set up at home. Um, so 
depending on where they were, where they are, where they were in the uh, production cycle of any given game, you know, it may have delayed them more or less. So, you know, cut them some slack. You know, don't don't expect that. Well, it's over now. Everything's back to normal. They should be go go go. Yeah, that's not how it works. You know, it ain't no, especially because yeah. obviously when when they were in the studio setting, they could ask their colleague or their team leader or boss how to do this or do you want to do this. It's yeah. not as simple to get hold of them people, is it? When you're at home by yourself, yeah. right? It's not as simple as that. It, they, you know, because, it could be a yeah, Zoom I, meeting that, hours later. They they, they yeah. can't lean over the, the the they can't lean over the cubicle and go, "Hey, dude, take a look at this for me and tell me what you know, what yeah. I'm missing." You know, it, it has to do. Yeah, you got to get, get them online. You have to get them. You know, there's a lot more to it. Now they are getting yeah. used to that, but there's still going to always be some aspects that they can't do from the house. You know, that's just the way it there's is. There's only one studio that there's only one studio that's used to that, and that's yeah. Moon Studios. That's how they operate. But that yeah. they were used to it beforehand. That's how they operate. But most studios well, right. are used to being together. They are in, yep. a, in the same studio. Well, that that's the thing. It's 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 uh, that that situation is called within coding terms is the rubber duck sensor. Um, you don't actually need someone to give you advice, but you need someone to talk to to tell you the problems. And right. you just, just you need someone there with you. You really do. Just to yep. say. Listen, I've got this problem. It's doing this, and when I do this, it's doing this, and when it's doing this, it's doing this. And that person can go, "There you go," and you've gone, "Ah, shit!" It does that. Yeah. That's, and you need that person with you. You really do. Yep. Yep. Rubber duck sensor. Yeah. The, the yeah, indie. That's what it is. Yeah. Indie no, says the scent has been made. Sorry, just to see what indie says. The ascent yeah. has been made very quickly. No issues there at all, even without COVID. People need to adjust their attitudes to uh, towards developers on Twitter. Yeah, because of it. Right. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's their attitude towards developers. It's just their general attitudes in general. In general, in general yeah. yeah. <laughs> to yeah. anyone. Yeah, it's not. It's not their just their attitude towards developers, just as human beings. Um, you know, it's uh, society is declining. Whether no matter where you look, left, right, and center, yep. And you wonder what's driving it, and um, and technology is part of that. You know, people yep. are impatient. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say that you know some developers were able to handle it much better than others just because of the way they were set up. You know, sw- it's you know so it, it's not a, it's yeah. not a one size fits all thing. It, it, it you know, entitlement is rife these days, sir. Well, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But again, it's it's the fact that you're alone, and um, if 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 you were in a group of your friends and you said something untoward, one of your friends would say, "Oh, dickhead, behave." <laughs> while, while while we're sat in front of a computer alone, it's irrelevant what we say because no one's going to correct you, and yeah. therein lies the problem. Miss Looper will. Oh yeah. Yes, huh. yes, she um, she 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 certainly <laughs> will. <yes. laughs> I'm just kidding. She will. She will, though. Shout out to Looper. I'm just kidding, but she will. Shout out to Looper. God bless you, Looper. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. If if we're less, uh, or at least over the last year, at least I mean it's it's not going over the last year, but we're we're all sat inside. We're doing nothing. We we can't go out. We can't think. But if I'd have said something untoward in the street, and I was doing a group of my friends. One of my friends would have said, "Shut up, dickhead." You don't get that on 
Twitter and things like that. No one, there's no one there to correct you. You're gonna just go with this is what I think. No, I've told I've told you to shut up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and you've called me a dickhead. Let's That's true. Fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I appreciate you for it. But a lot. What I'm saying is, a lot of these people. Right. There's no. There's no <clears throat> one to tell them. What, what what are you saying? What why are you, why are you uh, typing that horrid bullshit you're typing? You and, and then clever, if you if you, if you if you if you do call him on it, then you're the bad guy. You yeah. know, it's like um yeah, no, go ahead and block me, please. Cuz yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It, it it's giving people free the the internet or even before it, the bulletin board systems, the idea of talking online or leaving messages online opened up an anim uh, they they could not they could they could hide behind a mask and be a complete and total douchebag anonymity yeah no 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 yeah it's the one i'm always tripping on um, but they but they know that they will you know 99 percent of the time they will never meet these people that they're being dickheads to you know can i, can I just say can i just say yes Looper has always called, has also called me a dickhead and told me to shut up. Okay, yeah. put it in chat. So I've got to call her out with it. Yes, you did. Yes. And hats hats off to you, Looper. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Uh, I, I think the the phrase uh, wanker has also come out quite a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's big in but, in Britain. But, yeah. but, enough, but, but 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 enough about my habits. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about my habits. <laughs> Carry on, Paul. Yeah, but it, so it's just a matter of yeah. For some reason, hopefully, it'll turn back around. But people have always online felt they had the, though somehow had the right or ability. And some people just like being uh, contrarian. They like picking a fight online. You know, they may or may not believe what they actually say. And then you hear somebody who actually knows them go, "Oh, but he's a really nice person." Well, that's not the side of him I'm seeing. If I yeah. see him, I'm going to punch him in the face. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, if you don't don't sit there and tell me that this person who's being a complete dick is a nice person, don't don't do that. You know, they they choose to be seen how they're seen. We know that from some podcasters we all deal with. They they come across a certain way. They come across a certain yeah, way. May. And, yeah, oh, may. Oh, oh, shitting oh, DMs and all sorts. Yeah. But they they come across a certain way and then wonder why they get such you know acidic um, responses. That's below the belt. That's below the belt, Paul. There's no need for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're confused why they get all that backlash. Like, right. But I'm being a toxic fuckhead, so. Don't just leave me alone. I just want to be but, a but it's, on just, it's just it's just a character. It's just for the show. Okay, yeah. but if you never show people the real you, then that's what they think is the real you. So yeah, you know, deal with they it. They only see one side of you, but you right. say there's another, but you never show it. That only leads to say that that's the only side you have to show. <laughs> so no, I get it. No, I get it. It's just crazy. Anyway, I anyway I'm done with my little rant now. But that's something that's always bugged me, you know. And it's actually something I've been I've been consciously trying to change about myself that I don't come across as crass as I you know, without losing who I am. That I'm not quite as much of a, a dickhead as I tend to come across sometimes. <laughs> uh, unless you really, 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 you can't This is the really. 
Yeah, this Come is on. the kinder, gentler me, so bite me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, this probably is the kind of gentle gentle him. He's he's much worse behind uh, closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes he's horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. He calls us all kinds of names and yeah. you know. No, no, I do that in front but, of your face. But we love you all the same, Paul. We love you all the same. <laughs> I am who I am. <laughs> You're not gonna no, start be... singing, are you? <laughs> yeah. So uh are you looking forward to the scent, VJ? No, I was just listening to what, what people were saying. And um, I always, for the first few months when I got onto Twitter, I found it really awkward and really difficult to adjust. And I probably still haven't. But the way, the language that people would use, and I was just thinking that, have these people, you know, regardless of the fact that they're on Twitter, have they never been taught, you know, decorum or manners, right? And it, and it felt like the language that I was reading was completely new to me. And it was like, full of anger, right? Someone had drank poison and just letting loose, right? And, and and spewing out and everybody else that's, you know, on Twitter or they're gonna come in contact with. And and they seem to be able to sort of release all of their most guarded thoughts, right? On Twitter for everyone to see, but they can't see the person, the physical person themselves, right? Other than the avatar or whatever you wanna call it, right? Um, on the screen and it's, I still haven't got used to it. It's been almost a year. And um, I, I just find it a place where it's not that it's toxic. I mean, the word's a word, right? Someone can swear to you in a foreign, foreign language and shake you warmly by the hand and give you a hug. And you think, oh, this guy's a nice bloke, but you don't understand what he's saying. But on Twitter, it's, I don't know, I, I guess you get to see the true nature of uh, what people are, are really like. And it's, uh, yeah. it, it is disappointing. And I, I don't know who just said, I don't know if it's you, Paul, or, or you, Psychonauts, but um, it's it's a bit like when I was in London and um, you'd get on a train in the early mornings, right? And then they're really tightly packed and, you know, people are giving you looks and they don't want to make eye contact with you and, and so on and so forth. But uh, I can tell you though, uh, and you know, and, and they're just not very courteous to you, right? And everyone's sort of sandwiched in like sardines. But you meet that same person at the end of the day in a pub, you know, it'll be it'll be nice as pie, you know? Yeah. Everyone's really relaxed. They're having a drink at a bar and everyone's, all right, mate, yeah. But you stick them in a situation um, where it's not comfortable for anybody, uh, like a train, for example, and um, and people just show a completely different side to themselves, right? Completely different nature. But uh, anyway, what was the question, Mister uh, Mister Stubbs? Are you looking forward to the ascent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I am. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to the ascent and um, driving around in my Mako. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, look, I mean, I know there's been since the big, I've been in Game Pass for about the last since November, so it's coming up to six or seven months consistently. I, I only spend about 10% of my gaming elsewhere, like buying games like Cyberpunk and Golf and, and whatnot, um, you know, um, and Wreckfest and, and, and a few others, but there's plenty in, in Game Pass to, to play. Not all the time, and um, but um, Hollow Knight came as a surprise out of the blue, and I really, really enjoyed it, as, as I've already said. Um, I don't, you know, even though I've been playing Yakuza and, and Hollow Knight, I don't really count those because I played Yakuza before and Hollow Knight, I, I kind of dabbled with or saw it when I got it in PlayStation Plus last year. So The Ascent is one of the very few games that I, that is on the horizon that we know of today. We know that, or we hope that at E3, there'll be far more content uh, gracing Game Pass because uh, I think they need it right now um, because the wind is kind of being taken out of my sails a little bit over the last month or so. 
Um, and that's why I'm at a crossroads in terms of what to play next. But anyway, but yeah, um, Ascent has definitely got my, um, I should say, piqued my curiosity, right, in terms of what it is. And we covered it last Friday, I think, on the Indie Game Show. Um, so yeah, I, th I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. And um, yeah, and I, uh, I don't know the studio very well or anything like that. So I wish them the best of luck. Yeah, nice. I think it's one that I think it could be one of them gems of of uh, Game Pass, and hopefully, hopefully, it's a great game. Yeah, but yeah. Some good yeah. thoughts on that, VJ. Yeah. Um, look, at the end of the day, seeing Game Pass, you can at least give it a try. My my only concern would be, and I guess the question for everybody: if this game was a sixty dollar game coming out, you know, how many of us would have gone out and bought it, you know, or pre ordered it? Or look to buy it maybe you know forty dollars or thirty dollars. So, you know, for these developers that do have a tough time, right, in being in terms of being noticed, you know, um, I think that given that um, there isn't as much content this year as we hope, well, we know there's plenty on the horizon, but it's all delayed. I think at the end of July they've got a perfect opportunity to, to do really well, and I hope they do, and I hope the game is good as well. Um, but um, but yeah, and um, I think it would definitely be safe to fill up the time, especially before the uh, busy fourth quarter ensues, right? For everybody, uh, where publishers will be, you know, hankering for everybody's dollar. So, so there you go. Yeah, is everyone falling asleep? Okay, no, 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 it's nearly midnight here, BJ. And is that supposed to upset me or something? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you got any thoughts on it? Animated? Um, not, not, not nothing. Is there's not already been said? To be fair, I agree with VJ's. Of course, he's uh, made some beautiful points there, and I can't really elaborate. There's nothing I can um, increase on that situation whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's going to be a great game, and yeah. uh, it, a lot of people are excited for it. Yeah. I I second that, and VJ just got it all in. I'd like to say one sentence, but it was a bit longer than that. He, he, <sighs> he, he nailed it. He, he, you know what I mean? Nothing more we can say. It's it was straight to the point and job done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was. But yeah, it's been a it's been a good show. Um, this week, um, Mr. Mr. Tushy unfortunately couldn't make it because he has work very, very early in the morning and he's getting some sleep. Yes, um, thanks for coming on Psychonauts, it was great to have you finally on the show. It was, yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was a fun time, I loved it. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Do you want to subscribe, sure. etc.? Yeah, yeah, you guys can find me everywhere at Psychonauts 8. Uh, you can find me on uh, my YouTube channel under Gamer Chat Podcast. Gamer Chat's one word. Uh, I'm on Fun Pop at Thursdays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, and Xbox Ultimate with the Magnificent Seven, Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern, where we talk everything uh, Xbox. And we're going to have a big E3 uh, show showcase coming up soon, so can't wait for that. E3 is uh, going to be – it's our Christmas in, in – in June, <laughs> it so. is yes, yeah, it is. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming on Psychonauts. It's been good. It yeah, has. thank you for having me. Cerebral, thanks for coming on. 
<laughs> oh, no problem. Always a fun time. Always a fun time. Interesting, you know. Uh, you can find me here every Wednesday, of course, and you can find me on Tuesdays. I've been hanging out with the uh, um, the old people. I mean, um, <laughs> the the old codgers who play. No, no, that's not it. Well, um, <laughs> You're on the right track, right, Renegades. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's him. That's them. Yeah. Of course, I'm the oldest codger of that group. So what am I saying? So, um, and then of course. Uh, when we're doing it, I never know from week to week when we are at this point. We, of course, I have uh, Sundays. I have with uh, uh, the Flemish experience. And then on Sunday mornings before that, I have Good Morning Xbox with Noof Nukem and the gang. And that's always fun. That's an early morning one. Early for us. That day, But, but mid-afternoon for those of you in the UK. So you should check it out. It's a good show. We have a lot of fun over there. We don't just talk games. We talk mostly games and mostly xbox but we do go off and it's uh it's just a much more chill you know podcast very relaxing you can find me on um xbox at cerebral paul 921 twitter at cerebral paul one twitch cerebral paul um and youtube cerebral poll actually you can find me there now too so there you go and hopefully in the next day or two if not by later tonight I shall have an article up in the Hollywood Reporter that you can all read and check out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Congratulations on. Yep. Congratulations, that dude. Yep. Nice, brother. Nice. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it too to see how 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 well they made me look. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be good. It yep. Will. Yeah. Tell everyone about you've got another interview coming up. You 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 quite into yeah, money. I have another one. I have another one tomorrow too for uh, for a, a magazine out of Spain. International. Yep. Yep. Cerebral Paul's going international. Yeah. Worldwide, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's all good. It is. It is. Uh, welcome, portable gamer. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, Animated Evil. Thanks for coming by today. No, 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 no. Thank you for having me. And do you know what? It's been an absolute pleasure to hear with Psychonauts today. It's my first podcast with that gentleman, and it's been an absolute delight, sir. Thank you very much. We've Thank played you. games before, but yes. never podcasted before. So, again, thank you. It's been beautiful. It's the <laughs> word, word I'm looking for. It's been beautiful. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So, for me, the best place to find me is on Twitter. Um, I have multiple things, just like Paul. I don't want to uh, go into all of them, but you'll find me on this podcast every Wednesday, as long as Stubbs invites me. I am part of 4GQTV and uh, the Flemish Experience. When I can get on, unfortunately, at the moment, I can't commit to Sundays when it's on. Unfortunately, I will be back on there when I can. So, for anything, for everything else I'm doing, my YouTube channel, what I'm trying to do, my Twitch, hit me up on Twitter at animated underscore evil. Been really good thank tonight, you. animated. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you, VJ. Uh, yes, thanks sir. for coming on. I know you don't like plugging. So I just, I just thought I'd say thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, thanks for coming on, uh, Stubbs, and really appreciate it. It's always good to have you here it's on fine. my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's um, quite, it's all right. Yeah. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I don't think I've ever been on a podcast um, with um, with Psychonaut. So it was uh, really nice to meet you, sir. Um, and um, I think yeah, I think the chat's been um, the community in the chat's been really good today. It's so always mm -hmm. great to see the indie gamer and um, Masuko and Assassin Looper. Um, I don't know many of the others because I'm a bit of a hobbit. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm um, I'm really, really. Um, I, I suppose everybody is right. Um, it's coming up into the business end of uh, of the year, right? And um, obviously, at E3 now, the next couple of weeks, you know, every developer and publisher is going to try to sort of pull out our heartstrings, right, to loosen purse strings. It was something I said the other day on uh, on the Indie Gamer Show, and um, and I'm all up for it. And uh, but yeah, it's really, really exciting. And um, it starts tonight, tomorrow, and then Friday. We've, for, tomorrow we've got Horizon, and today we've got the Dragon Quest. And uh, is it Far Cry being showcased on Friday? So yes. um, yeah, it's just really interesting that everything's kicking mm -hmm. off a little earlier. And uh, what's what's most interesting though, compared to last year and probably perhaps previous years, does everybody feel that the leaks have actually been contained more so this year than last year? I kind of oh. feel that way, but maybe oh, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe. yeah. But. Yeah. Um, but leaks are kind of like part of uh, a marketing team's PR beats these days, aren't they? And delays, obviously. <laughs> gives them, gives them another, gives them another, another step or another beat, right, in their plans to uh, get the game some coverage. But um, yeah, thanks for having me on Stubsan, and um, yeah, looking forward to uh, coming on again and hopefully rem um, removable. And uh, Mr. Tushi, if he's not too busy, um, will we'll jump on again as well. Yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it's been it's been a good show. Uh, obviously, we've all found out that the Xbox and Bethesda showcase is on the Sunday, the thirteenth of June at ten a.m. PT, one p.m. ET, and six p.m. Yeah, UK time. Um, oh, and Dragon we Wolf. Were... No Dragon Wolf as well. There you go. I don't want to get upset. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're doing a react. We, we are going to do a reaction show. That, that day i know it's not a normal show we do but we'll have a reaction show after that a few hours after which would be good and also the stubs cast returns not this saturday but next saturday with goat force gaming i've not done Ooh. a subs cast in a while so that'll mm. be interesting it was always he always made his goal because i said, said, said to him do you want to come on stubs cast he's like no i have to get at least 100 subscribers i think he's got about 137 subscribers now so he's, he's doing well he is so if you don't sub if if you don't subscribe to uh, Goat Force, please do. He's uh, yeah, he's great. It's great on YouTube. If you check him out, if you don't like him, don't subscribe. But you will like him when you check him out. Please do. Yeah, he's got he's really, he's got a really good podcasting voice as well. Yep. He has. He, he has. He's, he's he's a good guy. But yes, this that's when the Stubscast returns. It won't be every week. It'll be a few weeks. I um, more time to prepare, etc. So yeah, thank you for coming by, everyone, and special thanks to Psycho Nauts for coming on tonight. Thank you. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry Second to the then. indie Sorry to the indie gamer. I didn't mention Hollow Knight today. Oh, whoops! There you go. I have. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks everyone, and I'll see you all soon. <laughs>